0: flow riders and welcome to the flow i am doc rock your community manager here at ecamm along with my co-host katie fox <laughs> katie fox what's happening i need a more fun way to say my name <laughs> i got to, ju- to play around with some options there it's doc rock and katie fox and that uh, we need one other person that ends with that last part and then we can make like a, a rap group <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's super we're good. funny we're gonna have to invite judy fox on so we can there we go, go there we go, fox yeah and fox and fox. fox yeah attorneys at law gang yeah. no we do not give out legal advice we tell you how to rock your podcast that's basically what we do here this is the flow of episode 12 again this is super amazing uh we made it past the pod fade yes. we're two episodes away from doubling the pod fade which is amazing so i'm super happy for that and i would love to get this bad boy started today because we have a special guest katie you want to tell the folks about our guests
1: oh my goodness we're really excited because i think that mindset is one of those incredibly 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 important things to be talking about so we're going to dive into all of it and we have jessica here on the show with us who. Came highly recommended from one of our favorite people in the world, Mary Lou Mandel, and we are so excited for Jessica to be here. She's woohooing in the background. I can hear her woohooing. Bring her on, Luis. Let's talk with Jessica. Yay! Hey! <laughs> Hey, everybody. I'm Thank
0: sorry. I'm still so giggling. Thank so much for
1: hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Doc was just giggling in the background. Doc and I disagree about this, but I would love for you to introduce yourself because I would love to hear it from you. I'd like to hear who you are and what you have been up to. Spoiler alert. Jessica has been podcasting for a while now, so she's yes. going to give us some pro tips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. My name um, is Jessica Lauren, and I have a podcast. It's called The Sunday Jumpstart Podcast. And I started it back in 2017. I was a lifestyle blogger and um, I grew up with the Detroit public schools, honey. I didn't learn correct grammar, English, any of that stuff. So my writing was super slow and I was always like really insecure about grammar and syntax and punctuation. It would take me literally eight hours to write like a 500 word blog post, but I really loved it. And I was getting frustrated because I'm doing like five blog posts a week, a newsletter, and just feeling really insecure. And I was like, I could definitely tell these stories. Better than I could write them. So I was like, I want to do a podcast. And at the time, I was like completely obsessed with serial, you know, the podcast that like kind of blew up podcasts all together. And I was just like, I can do that. I started devouring a ton more shows. And I just got this inkling like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. And talk about mindset. It took me like literally a year for me to produce the podcast, Mary Lou Mandel helped me come up with it um, just because I was so scared. I was like, who's going to listen to me? I sound too ghetto. You know, A lot of people don't listen to podcasts. I just had all these fears and it took me a solid year for me to finally hit publish. And now here we are, 2022, started in 2017. That's almost five years that I've been in the game and it has been a game changer in my life and in my business. So, that's the 401 on <laughs> me.
1: Oh, my goodness. I, I am so excited for all of the reasons. What, okay, let, let's break them down. Okay, quickly, because we've been talking about like literally everything that you just said has been the oh last goodness. 11 episodes of our show. So Dreamless. we've talked about, yeah, why, why you need to start with podcasting or video podcasting or live streaming first. Because it makes it easier for you to write and for you to create other pieces of content from it. Right? So you, you totally just said that. I was like, yes, we are on a mission to do this. We're on a mission to teach. And then really like the other two things that I think are really huge for everyone is everyone has that feeling of inadequacy. Everyone has that feeling of, oh man, there's so many podcasts out there. What can I contribute? You know, am I people, are people going to like how I sound? Are people going to like how I look? Yes. 5 years congratulations
2: huge huge. We did and it. huge
1: you did it and getting a friend especially an amazing friend like Mary Lou but getting a friend to help kind of bounce those ideas off you and push you a little bit and help you feel motivated is an amazing way to start so if you're out there and you don't have a friend like Mary Lou she's in the chat make friends with her or become Please. friends with any
0: anyone here to be able to help you need a friend like Mary Lou just trust me on that one you absolutely need one <laughs> really do.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But if, yeah, it, seriously, like, uh, congratulations, because I, I do think that those are all the right reasons to start. And I love how, like, right from the get-go, you're like, here are the reasons why I told myself no, and here's how I ended up with yes. So I, I think that's an amazing way to kick off as we're talking
0: about <laughs> mindset. You know what's funny is, and to your point about having those those feelings, for I'm robot, I don't have feelings, I just do stuff. <laughs> it's but- like no feelings. <laughs> I do find it hilarious because I've been listening to Smartless List a lot lately, been catching up on some of their older episodes. And these guys are some like of the most famous comedians out there or yeah. actors out there. And they go through this stuff when it's time to go read for a new part, right? Because they're just, they're just as competitive too, right? Like you and Katie could be reading for the same part. As a matter of fact, you come from theater, so you know this. You guys yeah. are friends. You guys will be re- reading from the same part. And both of you guys are thinking that the other one deserves it more than yourself. Right. Like yep. this is a normal human behavior. So it's kind of like breathing. You gotta do it anyway. So you might as well just do it anyway.
2: Right. <laughs> that was my thing. It was just like, just do it, like commit to I, I told myself, just get like ten episodes out and then you know wow. then you could quit or you know, do whatever. But then, Katie, like what you were saying at the beginning, like once I started doing it, it was like, oh, that's easier. Oh, I learned this. And, you know, I started looking out different resources on YouTube and listening to other podcasts about podcasts. And then you, it kind of becomes second nature. And Yeah, it like, becomes easier, for sure. It just gets easier. And I tell people that all the time, it's like, I don't know how to start. I'm like, go back to your favorite podcaster, YouTube, whoever, and listen to episode number one. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to sound like trash. Like it, my first episode... The music is muffled. You know, I didn't have a mic. I was on my headphones. <laughs> like, it sounds awful, but it's like you won't get to the clean, crisp, pristine version of your show until you get over that first episode of Hump. So it's like, just do it. We have to get comfortable being bad at things so that we can get good. But, you know, we start off with new hobbies or new ideas, and we want to come out the gate being, you know, the number one stunner. Yeah. No, you <laughs> have to be a small fry. You have to be bad first. And then eventually you'll get better, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: There is definitely a misnomer about, you know, like you say, coming out of the gate shining. Uh, it doesn't really work that way. Even, no. you know, no. I, I, I like to tell my my folks, none of us came out walking. Like those none first of couple of nope. times, dude, you, you spend a lot of time on your butt or your head. And then <laughs> looking at your mom and dad, like somebody picked me up and they was like, nah. So you figured it out, you know? So, yeah, I love it.
1: Love sure. It. Yeah, I think we do. We forget that, and and especially because podcasting and video are all so visual and they're so public and they're out there. That and we've talked about this a lot on, the, particularly on this podcast. But I think Doc is right in his. I think the, Doc can get to be right this time. <laughs> Doc is right. In this statement of that is a learned behavior that comes from, you know, someone when you were in class and you stood up in front of everyone, you had to read the blah, blah, blah. And you felt scared about, you know, XYZ person making you feel little or something that someone said or say, and we've reinforced that behavior over and over and over again, all the way to here now that we're adults and it, and it can be broken. Kid you not, because I hated all of this. I hated the entire idea of being On camera, of being public out in front of everyone else. I come from a theater background. I still hated it. I could do it on the stage, but I couldn't do it in front of a camera. But now it it really is fun. And every time that I'm doing it and every time that I hit that record button, or I'm you know creating a podcast, or I'm a guest on someone else's, it makes all of it easier. It makes presenting on stage easier, it makes communicating in meetings easier, it makes All of it, a lot easier, and so it can be, it can be overcome as well. And and I'm sure, like you, like you are preaching on a regular basis, Jessica. It really comes down to mindset and being able to kind of overcome some of that trained behavior and learned behavior.
2: Yeah, I do this thing where it's just like, like I said, ten episodes. That's all I have to commit to. But it's just like, what if I uh, just make it an exercise to be bad at a lot of things? You know what I mean? Just so I get comfortable doing it. Yeah. I took swimming oh, I lessons for the first time at my grown-ass age of, how about 37, last winter. And I didn't know how to swim. It's like kids in the class. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just like, yeah, that. Doing that, so that it stops feeling uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And now I can swim. You know what I mean? I'm not Michael Swe- Phelps or anything like that, but I can get from point A to point B. And I looked, you know, a fool doing it, but I'm just so comfortable looking a fool that it doesn't really
0: hurt anymore. Right. I'm going think Michael fell down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's really, that's great advice. Something I am not yet awesome at, but, I, but maybe that's the point, right? My husband is really good at that. He moved to Canada when he was a teenager and had lived like all over the world. Never learned how to skate. And if you don't know how to skate and play hockey in Montreal in the winter as a teenager, game over for you. So he had to learn, same as you. He had to like, and they wouldn't let him play with all of the teenagers because they're like, "You'll die. We can't put you out on the ice with the teenagers." So he had to go learn how to skate with like the three-year-olds who like learn to skate while they're learning how to walk properly. So,
2: yeah, Mike will humble you real bad.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're probably more worried about like not bumping into the other smaller kids than you yeah. are about how you look in the class. Exactly. Oh this is
0: my super goodness! Amazing. Okay, now. Mindset is something that I, I live on, right? I think it's extremely mm-hmm. important. There seems to be in the mindset game, there's always like a seasonal vegetable, you know, like broccolis in season right now or pumpkins are in season right now. Yeah. In the mindset space, there tend to be uh, certain mindset topics that are Trends, in yeah. season right now. What is one that you feel is highly talkable right now? Yeah, I made that up. And then another one. <laughs> what is one that is like hyper cliche that you would like to fix?
2: Oh, that's a really good question. I think right I, now I the hot, <laughs> <laughs> <I do this. laughs> uh, hot button right now is just boundaries. Everybody's talking about mm. like becoming recovering people pleasers, not letting people walk all over you, not being a doormat. Come on, somebody, Doc rock. Like I think boundaries is is the hot one right now. Yeah. Um, because a lot of us whether we, we we think you're strong or we have that mental fortitude, there are certain people in our lives that we're kind of like, okay, I'll let you do it this one time. I'll let you borrow money, you know, a couple more times. Like we kind of, Tend to be pushovers for for whatever reasons, um, yep. but I think a lot of us are trying to figure out how do I stop being a pushover? How do I stop being that? You know, I call it emotional support dog, <laughs> like some of our clients. <laughs> uh, emotional support podcasters, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 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 And then one, and I think uh, everybody's kind of like about is just self care. Remember, like self care. I was like self care. I think that's that that one's on the way out the door. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I love it. Number one, first of all, I'm laughing. I We always tease Katie that Katie's too nice and she says yes to all the things. And then, so how does she get over being that And she switched from being Canadian to American? So yeah, you just change
1: citizenship. That's how you do it. You go, forget it, Canada. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, now now I'm angrier. I lost my mind over the weekend over like a personal thing that was going, it was not even like a huge thing, but I I, I swore for like a couple of minutes and one of my really good friends was like, I've never seen you swear before. I was like, I just need to be a little angry for a little bit of time and then I'll be okay. I just need to get that out publicly out loud. So yeah. See, I, you just uh, gotta
0: spend more time in New York. We'll get we'll get you there straight. You'll be oh, good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> go visit Jessica and the D and you hang out over there. You'll learn how yeah. to get angry real quick.
2: Ooh, real quick. And now I'm in Chicago. So that's even more
0: Oh, that's <laughs> even better. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that you brought up the whole self-care vibe Mm -hmm. because like one of my pet peeves when it comes to the whole mindset game is people just making up words for stuff that has always existed Mm. you have an innate ability naturally as human beings to try to self-preserve like that's part of the reason why so many of your friends that you call selfish are doing selfish things or whatever That's self-preservation. So a lot of times, if you think past what you see that person being an a-hole on the surface, if you're that good friend, you could dive in and be like, all right, what's really bothering you because I see a bunch of acting out because you are trying to, that person is trying to self-preserve. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you're up on that one. That one drives my face crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The self-care thing is also a fine line because what you're really trying to say actually goes back to that like that mindset and and really thinking through how you can set up those boundaries but what ended up happening in that kind of movement is like everyone needs to take a bath everyone needs to get candles and I think really like we need to pull it back to you need to figure out like what works best for you for you to be able to accomplish your goals and live your life the way that you want to not that we're all just going to like check out for a couple of months and, right. and and peace you know and peace out of of the world but like what are those things that you need to do on a regular basis that refuel you and push you forward and Again, kind of in the world of starting and living and breathing and podcasting, like what are those things that are getting in the way of you getting to what your goal is? Whether that's starting a podcast or working on a live show or starting a business, or you know, what what are those things that are stopping you from doing that? And how can you solve
0: those? I'm, I'm just still stuck on everybody needs a bath, and the reason why. I find needs that funny, a bath. <laughs> no, and the reason why I find that funny, as you know, like I lived in Japan, and in Japan, everyone takes you know the bath bath. Like, pretty much almost every day, if not every day, because it's too busy, like five, six times a week. And so you take a shower and then you sit in the tub for like 20 minutes. And then you do think that's very normal behavior because of the mm-hmm. own sins, you know, the hot springs, public bathhouses, the whole night yards. So they must have been laughing at everybody selling <laughs> you know, like, all of these. Look at
1: those crazy Americans.
0: <laughs> Look, here's essence in the ball that you th- we just go outside and dump into this thing in the ground. And it's the same thing. And it's actually those minerals that you fake, they're real here. <laughs> so I, just, I I'm, I'm laughing at you when you said everybody needs to take a bath because that's mostly what I see. I don't see the reading something or learning how to get better, mm. taking steps to improve yourself, learning how to think, meditate or pray or whatever your word is for that. So Jessica, what are some of those like non Ooh, Uji self-care tips that you can tell <laughs> podcaster people, uh, you know, f- to get their game straight. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: I think one of the main things, and I don't know if this even constitutes a self-care, maybe more of a boundary, whatever. I'm just about I'll to say <laughs> that when you're first starting out, be really careful who you're telling this big idea to. Like you kind of have to guard it. it. If you have a friend like Mary Lou Mandel, tell, her, <laughs> tell them all your business, tell them your show idea, your theme song, all of that. But I think a lot of times when we're excited, we want to tell our mama, brother, sister, cousin, dog, best friend, da, 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 the people that aren't podcasters, the people that maybe don't have a story to tell, the people that aren't, you know, from a theater background, they like, why you want to do that? Podcasts, you know, nobody listens to that. You should try YouTube channel. And, um, when you like share your gift or you know this new idea too quickly with every Tom, Dick, and Harry, you could get a lot of naysayers. You could get a lot of people that's just like, "Girl, what?" Da-da-da. And you have to be careful during that beginning phase while you're still incubating because it's so delicate, mm. so fragile, right? So that's one of my versions of self care. It ain't a bath. It ain't you know, lush or works, <laughs> It's really guarding this podcast and and sharing it with the people that you know will. And lift you up, and you know, like, hey, I found this mic, or I found this video. The people that support you, because otherwise, I promise you, you will get people that's like, you know, I don't even have headphones, I'm not gonna listen. You know, like it just gets really, really weird. So, that's my one self care <laughs> advice is just to. <laughs> Just be careful who you share things with. Right. Just as a tip in life in general, just keep some things guarded and secret as you're developing that. But in the same side of the token, share with the people like Doc and Katie and me, you know, that are doing it um, just so that you're not creating in a vacuum. Find somebody that's a safe space to land. But baby, be careful. Those those haters, the energy vampires, you know, and I don't think people are trying to be a hater on purpose. A lot of people haven't taken a leap of faith in a long time. Like somebody's last big leap of faith was applying to college or getting married. But to mm-hmm. say, I'm going to start a podcast. They're like, I haven't done anything like that in like a couple of years. And it scares them. I think you're kind of the mirror putting up to them, challenging them. Like, When was the last time you did something new and exciting? And they get scared. So they're like, don't do it. Blah, blah. And you have to just tune that stuff out and really focus on like, what is it that you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. That I think is, is
1: so true. I think you end up holding up a mirror and, and showing people back their own insecurities. So huge, huge advice. And you're always, it's always a safe space here.
0: <laughs> We're always happy to walk walk you through. So if you need some safe people. It's amazing the amount of people that say verbally that they want to change, but they do the same things over and over again. You can't yeah. change anything if you don't change anything. Like, and a super yeah. cliche, but it like really is a thing. And like you said, I love the fact that you touch on a point that many people have not taken a leap of faith on anything and forever. So things like going to learn how to swim at 36, I was roughly about the same age when I went to go actually <laughs> learn how to swim, lived in Hawaii for dang near 40 years. I go oh to the gosh. beach like up to here, but <laughs> like when it came time to go like any further than that, it wasn't happening And then when my niece was born and I was like, yo, I'm gonna have to know how to take care of her and like how to save her just in case or something. So like, I'm like, let me go figure this out. Most of you guys do it when you have kids. I ain't got none of them. I have Sonys. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, it was a perfect opportunity to, you know, to just get out of my own way and just get in the water. And yes, they're sharks. So what? Matter of fact, they was out here yesterday. But um, they're not looking for you. Shark, they look at me. They be like, "Nah, man, that dude was gonna taste like whiskey."
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's those small steps. So yeah, again, I think we're always preaching here to take a couple of small videos, like you said, get to get to episode ten, be bad at nine episodes, and then <laughs> see where you're at at episode ten, and then make a decision. It's hard to get started when you don't give yourself a little bit of liberty to fail your way through it. I, you are absolutely going to fail at something. I, you know, you're not gonna have the microphone plugged in correctly. You're gonna, you're gonna get through an entire super important interview and realize that you didn't grab that extra recording or that, you know, someone's name was misspelled, or who knows like what could go wrong, even when you have all of the best possible intentions. But it's those things that are going to teach you to be better and it's those moments that are actually probably going to be the most impactful. It's how you deal and how you and how you react to it. That's what's really going to matter. Especially in live streaming, it's, we always say that like those those are the moments that people care about the most. Like they may not they may not remember like absolutely everything that you said all about mindset today, but. Willing to bet that, like, if, you know, a cat walked across the screen or a child (laughs) came (laughs) in or something that would be horrifying for, you know, for my perfectionism would probably be something that would, you know, make someone laugh or make someone smile or something that they could talk about later. So it's it's those moments of imperfection that are kind of brilliant, really.
0: That is awesome. Sauce. That is awesome. (laughs) Sauce. Here's a good one. How do you feel or is there any takeaways that you can give somebody because of your theater experience that might help, you know, the average uh Joe jo- Josephine, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: the average Josephine.
2: Um, I'll say this is um no one knows the script but you, right? Um a lot of times when we we get on the mic, we're like, oh my gosh, they knew I made a mistake. They knew I, you know, said the wrong word or hiccuped or farted behind the scenes. It's like nobody knows that but you. And especially on a live stream, if you could just keep it going, I did like a morning show. It's called the morning jumpstart via Ecamm or the Patreon situation. And I was trying to stretch myself and be a beginner again and just incorporate more video because you can get stuck behind the mic and we know that video is becoming a big part of how people consume content now. And so yeah. I was just like, let me get on. Uh let me figure out ecam and all of that stuff. Child, I forgot my point. What was I saying? See stuff like this. <laughs> 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 what the hell was I saying? Uh, see, I this love it. Is this with the oh oh see for like this I, in, there in, you in go. audio. I could cut this part out, right? And just be like, yes. No But live is like, oh my gosh, they get to see me mess up. But no one really knows I mess up unless you do what I just did. It was like, oh gosh, I messed it up. No one knows the script. So just keep going. Have fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. Like if you can laugh at yourself, that's half the battle, you know, just, just keep showing up and keep going. Be a beginner.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I actually, I like the fact that, you know, you make those mistakes Because like I was just telling the chat, like, I think you should leave those parts in. People really do love the fact that they can feel like they can see themselves in you. And so if you come off like way too polished, it takes a little bit away from them. Like they think, oh, I can't do that then because I need to be Bob Costa. And it's like, no, man, you don't have to be Bob Costa. I mean, I love the dude, but he also not as fun as you. So I'd rather see you be you, you know what I mean?
1: I love those moments in podcasts where you're listening and someone's like, you're like, well, don't worry about it. We'll cut that out later. And you're like, well, you didn't. And I kind of love that I love
0: that. Like, you kind
1: of love that you feel connected to them. You feel like you're kind of part of like a secret or part of something. was like, yeah. oh, you were going to it. I got you. It's kind of, I think it's kind of fun and, and something that makes it memorable, whether or not it, it's video or audio, you know, those moments happen on on either side and certainly can be fun and can be, yeah, a little bit of a palate cleanser, I think, <laughs> especially yeah, depending yeah. on what your content is.
2: We love bloopers. Come see the bloopers. Yeah, people
0: love bloopers. People absolutely love bloopers. I'm one of them I mean at one point in time that was the biggest videos on on YouTube or like the videos or whatever right so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. definitely use more of that in your show because again I just I feel like the populace is over the gurus they want somebody that yeah. look like them size like them smell like them gonna you know <laughs> have the same goofy thoughts that they have or whatever yeah. and if you don't believe this come to a Star Trek or Star Wars convention at one point in time we were not the cool kids now everybody want to know because you know disney made everybody else in it now everybody want to be part of it but <laughs> we used to get laughed at you know these guys go to the convention and they'd be all dressed up now why everybody dressed up your kids is one of us now right. you know so hey sometimes you have to be willing to just wear that crowd and, and and go for it you know what i mean so appreciate for that. sure
1: what do you think are some of the biggest stumbling blocks that people have as they are getting started with trying to improve their mindset? So folks that are you know listening to you and really thinking a bit more intentionally about it, what are, what are the
2: barriers? Um, I think a lot of times we tend to put the blame on other people. <laughs> like the reason I'm stuck is because of my mama. I'm stuck because of my husband. And if I think a lot of more healing comes when you just realize, like you, you kind of had, you know, some uh, a part of the drama that was going on. So I think not taking your own onus or holding accountability for yourself is one of the reasons why we stay stuck. I did an episode the other day about like the truth about friendships and how, like I said, I was a people pleaser, doormat, all of that. And I was like, this is not a victim story. I had a part in those, you know, like. Yeah, you made those decisions. Yeah, like I signed Mm -hmm. up for it. So I think that's one thing that keeps us stuck is us not taking on accountability. We we tend, and like you were saying, Doc, it's human nature to point the finger, like, somebody else did it to me. And sometimes somebody else did. But there are some instances where you're the one that's trifling, where you're the one that was kind of, you know, annoying, or you might be the common denominator. So I think that's one one area that we're kind of missing out on is, like, to really be self-aware and ask ourselves, like, did I have something to do with that? And if I did, I can start the work. It's not always somebody else's fault, you know?
0: You know what's so what's good about that? Um, people... One of my pet peeves is people don't really understand the the words that we use. They don't really understand the the English language, and a lot of times things have been misappropriated or misquoted or misunderstood. Right. So, for instance, to say that you're not responsible for something that happened is actually wrong because responsibility is not a place of blame. Responsibility is how you reacted to a situation. And people don't understand that. They go, what do you mean? I'm like, the word literally is, you are response able. (laughs) Like It's it's in the, I don't see these words on the podcast. It is in the actual (laughs) word. You have the ability to respond. You are response able. So how you react to something is the only thing that really matters. It's not the blame. And we just happen to live in a very blame forward culture. Like, uh, I mean, I've lived in many countries, so it's not something common around the world, it's us. Mm. And, oh, okay. and and then we somehow think that that's really a big deal. And like I was explaining to my people recently, here in Hawaii, we have no fault insurance. There's an accident, and even if I cut you off and I hit you, the insurance company is no fault. Like they just figure out who's paying for what and they pay for it, like there's no blame situation. Mm. And it really does speed up the process. It makes insurance expensive, but it speeds up the process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, so, yeah. To. I think that's hugely important. <laughs> Doc is reading all the comments. We're trying to be good not to read I the comments, I am
0: comment. not supposed to. People People that are listening want the thing, I am not people reading the comments. People that are
1: listening.
2: <laughs> that's a skill to do both. I'm like trying to side-eye. Like, what is
0: was <laughs> I got I got sidetracked by that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, everyone in the live
0: chat
1: is making like awesome quotes. And I'm like, wow, oh, these are such amazing quotes. I want to read out loud. Good job, live chat people. See, this Ooh, is what you're missing if you're listening in while well, cleaning or driving your car, doing, <laughs> doing things where you're not watching the video. You just need to hang out with us here in the chat.
0: Right. Then you don't get to see Jessica and Katie laughing at me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want to ask you, Jessica, so five years for the podcast, what is what yes. are you, your favorite top? three you probably don't have a a favorite episode but do you have like a top three
2: uh you know what i i did an episode at the beginning of either 2021 or this year and it was called uh, falling deeply and madly in love with my own damn life you know on social media (laughs) we see everybody doing everything and we're comparing and oh my gosh i wish i had you know the cars the money the success the white kitchens you know like i y'all i don't fail down this cleaning TikTok, Instagram, where people have these like white marble kitchens and they're stocking it up and just looks Pinterest worthy. And you know how you get sick of your own self? Like I'm tired of myself comparing myself to people I do not know. So I just made a declaration like moving forward, I'm going to fall completely and madly in love with my own life and just like kind of, you know, the word now is it, but really like just savor every damn minute of my life will try to like when I'm having a cup of coffee, just sitting there and being like, this is the best coffee I ever had. Or, you know, like just trying to really soak it all in that's that's one of my favorite episodes and people really responded well to that just like oh it's not just me that's sick and t- I, I I'll i be like on my phone stro- scrolling I'm like damn you felt like I'm tired of looking at this phone like let me just be more present and I think it's because I'm an older millennial like we've been on the internet like I was around with Facebook you had to have a .edu to yeah, get on yes. you know I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I've been documenting my life I've been watching other people's lives for damn near 20 years and I'm like I just want t- to be normal and l- enjoy my life. So that's one of my favorite podcast episodes for
1: okay. sure. I am, I am 100% going to listen to that one. I've been saying to my friends for the longest time now that I, because same as you, I've been documenting everything. And because I've been lucky enough to be in marketing, often I am sharing like other people's work as well as my own or like how I interact with it. So I, when I worked in publishing, I worked on cookbooks a ton. So I was constantly sharing like really beautiful, like photos of all these different kinds of dishes. And sometimes like I would make them, but other times it was a photo out of a cookbook and people on my Instagram and Facebook, some of them literally thought that like, this was my kitchen. These were the the plates I was making. So I used to joke with one of my really good friends that I'm like, I'm going to start doing like a, like actual Katie's life where you can see like, that you can't even see the kitchen counter because there's laundry everywhere. Or like, here's the dish that I actually made. Like, I'm going to start embracing all of the like failure moments to show all of you that this is not at all. Like, this is a curated feed and 90% of this isn't even my curated stuff. This is stuff of people I'm lucky enough to know. So yeah, I think that's an important reminder. Instagram
0: versus reality. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly, yeah. You You know, it's funny you say that as a traveler right like you know i was on my way before the panini hit out thank you uh, keely for use of that word i was (laughs) on my way to changing my channel to this travel channel because i did travel a lot and technically still do and Mm -hmm. it's funny right about that time when, when nobody could travel anymore there was a lot of sort of kerfuffle on Instagram about all of the people doing the, the vacation pose where you hold a hand, you look behind oh, or yeah. you're, in some, you're somewhere epic. <laughs> and what was happening is people were sharing their quote unquote travels from before because they were missing it. But like everybody yeah. was showing the best of everything. And I really thought at that time, no, what I should do is make a travel thing to show you all of the just nonsense that goes on. Like when Katie and I show up to JetBlue and there's nobody there to check in your bag, and the lady that takes 50 minutes to make a five minute sandwich and looking at us like we crazy, right? right. Like, I would want to share that. Like, here's what really happens when you travel. So it's it's it was kind of uh, it's kind of good to hear you say that. I really appreciate that uh, about your episode. And on your friends episode, you dove into something that I would love for you to repeat here, and it was about fr- friendships end, oh. and it's okay.
2: Yeah. Ooh, child. (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of us have what I like to call history friends, friends that like we went to high Mm -hmm. school with or middle school or we used to go to church together or we started a podcast, whatever the case may be. And just as you grow up and you evolve the things that you guys had in common, you just don't have in common anymore. But what we tend to do is like trudge along this 10 year, 20 year, five year friendship that doesn't work for us anymore. We kind of don't like the person anymore. The like is beginning to get toxic or maybe, you know, um, it just isn't reciprocal. We, We tend to just carry it on our back, even though we feel drained, weighed down by it. And one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn in my life is that, Friendships end, and that is okay. Like it doesn't have to be like a world seven. You know, I hate you. Just type of thing. It could just be like, hey, you know, we met when we were seven. I'm thirty seven. I don't like when I like that seven years old anymore let's just, you know, call this thing a day. And, um, and, 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 and that's okay. And that's not to say that you can't be that person's friend forever and ever. ain't man. It just might mean that they might've moved a different level. So like there's yeah. associates, coworkers, you know, uh, the, fr- your business friends and best friends, maybe that seven year old childhood friend isn't a best friend anymore, but they could come become an occasional acquaintance or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm one of those people that just holds on to everything. It's just like, oh, that's my best friend from you know kindergarten. It's just like, well, you're not in kindergarten anymore. You guys grew up, and it's okay to say, I see you on the other side. You know, is that's a tough lesson. But that was what this recent episode was about. Just about friendships. I'm doing this whole series called Big Lessons. Um, when I go to my Apple Podcast uh, reviews, everybody's like, you're like my big sister I never had, and I was like. Huh. <laughs> Okay, well, let me share some big sisterly advice to my friends. So the first one was like, Jesus, uh, lessons about, why can't I remember? You guys, I just had a baby. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I have a feeling why you can't remember. You need to give yourself some mercy here. <laughs> this this woman has a three-month-old
1: at home, so she's got some
2: things. Yeah, So they, you know, I read all these articles as I'm pregnant. And they're like one thing that no one tells you is that you'll forget everything. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I take my you give all of your memory to
1: the three months old, and they I keep it, the and way. you don't get any. <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, I'm just doing this series about just sharing with my little sisters, just big things and friendships. I've always struggled in them, so that's the big one. Is that it's okay to let it, you know, play its course.
1: <laughs> I love that you're going deep and sharing your own experience and what you do. Because again, I think the, the authenticity and kind of being vulnerable and saying like, hey, this is where I came from. And if I can do it, you can do it is awesome. And that response is great. That's exactly what Anyone, anyone of us would be hoping for is that yeah. it made a difference in someone's life and that they, they really feel like they can relate to you on that level is huge. Congratulations.
2: Well, it's funny, you know, like when you go to business classes or you take a podcast class, they say, what's your ideal audience like? Make an avatar for them. Who are you talking to? Me, I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm talking to myself. The reason I started the podcast <laughs> was I needed a pep talk. I needed, you know, somebody encouraged me and I was looking but like, I was like, I just wish there was some black girl that didn't talk properly, spoke bonics and could, you know, was heavy on the mindset and intentionality. Where is she? And it was like, girl, she you. So a lot of times, you know, like they do these exercises, like Who are, who's your ideal client? It's it's okay if it's you. If your podcast is just talking to your nerdy side, your passion side, whatever, do it. But I I am my ideal audience. I, that podcast is for, for me, and I just was blessed that other people started listening to it.
0: You you just said something extremely powerful, and I you know I don't want people to miss this. But you said something extremely powerful. Like okay, so I came up during a time where. Ebonics wasn't a thing yet. Right. So we got a lot of heat because we weren't speaking the Queens English. It's funny that you say that because there was a lot of stuff. And one of the comments that I used to get all the time is because I guess I used the fruity words and they were like, well, that makes you sound unintelligent. And I was like, bet, let's do an IQ test. And they'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, it makes you sound unintelligent. I go, yeah, but I'm intelligent. AF. if you want to test me, like people right. would tell you, I would tell you stuff about stuff you didn't even know stuff about. So, mm-hmm. like, I used to help someone coach for Jeopardy, so I spent a lot of time learning unnecessary things <laughs> and <laughs> cocktail party things. <laughs> More about that. <laughs> yeah, but one of the benefits was when I went away and I went to go to you know college in Japan. I was like, even if I spoke the Queen's English, they don't understand me. But you yeah. know what they did understand? They understood my hip hop. Why? Because they listen to Ice Cube too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so of everybody in our group, the person that sort of made the most friends and got along with the most people was me. Why? Because I didn't speak proper English. Neither do they. Right. So yep. it's very like hyper local to, to, to get into someone's face about the way they speak or whatever. Because communication doesn't even require words for so many things. Like, trust you me, my mama, we knew when she was and when she was sit, sit <laughs> right. and, and don't touch nothing in the store, it never came out. She just did one of these. Uh-huh. And he was like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, Tiana, you finna get it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it's true, it's true. There used to be a huge insecurity of mine is just like public speaking, even though I have a theater background too. I just, you know, I had so many teachers that was like, you have a Detroit accent, a black accent, you know, like we just worked so hard about the way I spoke and it just made me kind of silence myself. But then I was looking for somebody like me, you know what I mean? And I just became, be the change you want to see, but I just became who I was looking for. (laughs) Well, we need more of that out
1: there. We had, you yeah. know, a few weeks back we had uh, we had Aubrey on. She's in the chat. Shout out to Aubrey, but <laughs> she was on, but she was on a few weeks ago, and she she has a similar story from that perspective that she needed to have that outlet to be to help herself, and it just also was helping other people along the way but yeah. really like again you know she was her own she continues to be her own avatar she's making that because it is helpful for her it's helpful to get that motivation out there for herself to stay motivated and it's helping other people stay motivated so it's a win win yeah right i think it's an important thing it's an important thing too. And we do that here too at the flow. I really oh, yeah. you know, the goal of this was like we need to launch a podcast because we need to see how eCamm can work and how video and you know live streaming can work alongside podcasts. So we're going to do it. And when we fail, we're gonna tell you why we failed and how we failed and how we've done it better. But the you know, the goal is we we don't have any business telling people how to do something if we're not gonna do it ourselves and we're not you need to you need to go through that act to, to be able to better understand who you are and what your goals are in order
0: to be able to help other people. And the tech space, we call that dog fooding, right? Uh, you yeah. Gotta eat, right. You got to eat your Go own eat dog, food, dog food. Right.
2: Yep. Oh, I love that.
0: So I'm going to ask you a culminating question. Might want to stretch for this. One. Oh yeah, stretch okay. stretch it out. Oh sorry.
1: So <laughs> here it comes. The last question. It's gonna be a right, good so one. I,
0: I need you to imagine for a second that I look like Oprah and Katie look like um oh my god, I forgot that like for her name. Gail, there you go. Why well, yeah. I forgot Gail in the middle of my whole thing. Anyway, so we're here live on Oprah, you know, Chicago. Um you you have one chance to make a statement for the whole world. Like, what'd you finna to teach us? Oh, uh, and I say fit now on my podcast all the time. And don't nobody correct me. I ain't even from the South. I, I kind of love Finnnell.
2: it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> just, just do you honestly. I know that's so cliche, but like, do what works best for you. Do it. Like comes to your heart What's on your mind. Just do it. And, Yes, there are like standards to things like, OK, I remember when I first started off, it was like in order to have a podcast, you must have a pre-roll, mid-roll, da, 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 da. like it's just like these formulas that are floating out there. They're helpful. And if you can use them, use them. But at the end of the day, like in order for you to create your own thing, you have to be able to follow your own like intuition and and really lean into that. Because if you don't, you'll wind up copying something that's not even made for you. So what I try to do at least once a day is to like, just try to sit still in silence. We're so tuned in to our phones, emails and all of that, that I'll just take like literally, even if it's two minutes, just to be the hell still and quiet so I can hear what ideas do I have? What do I want to say? what What's just going on? And in those small moments is when I Figure out my next best steps. So that's my big tip is to just really tap back into you. We outsource everything to everybody. What should my podcast name be? I, I don't know. Let me look up a podcast name generator. You know what I mean? Like we have access mm. to so much. But if you just just tap within, that's where all the answers are. It's clear. you know, like I hate cliches, but they're cliches for a reason because they're true. You really do just have to follow the steps, get the resources, get the knowledge and take the classes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you have to not only apply that stuff, but figure out your own groove. And you can't figure that out until you start doing you.
0: Did I do okay, Oprah? You did. You did good. You did good. Now, (laughs) I like what you said because you said it in a much better way. I just said it in the chat right before you said that. I hate the blanket you do you. Yeah. But I like the way you explained it better. I'll explain to the people who might not who read the comment I put it might not understand. The reason why I hate the blanket you do you, because for a lot of people looking at my family, if you do you been doing the same you you've been doing for the lane 40 years and then you still mad at where you at, then don't be that you. There's a different you that you're hiding from. It's in you. You're hiding from it or you never gave it a chance to come out and shine. That's the you we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about the one that's actually you, not the one that you put out to, to protect yourself from whatever or to tell the world this or whatever. So, yeah, if you're being that you, maybe you should stop that because <laughs> they it, it, it ain't working. Right, <laughs> you know right. So, that's yeah, a good I, really, I like the way you explain it.
1: I love what you said though about finding those quiet moments because I think that that is so hugely important. You're not going to know what you actually think and what your you know what your ideas are or what your motivation is if you don't at some point stop and step away from all, everything else. Because you're right, like all of us on an everyday basis, whether we're doing it face to face with people or online or you know even just by consuming or listening to content, we are all taking in all of that feedback and, and pulling all of that in. And, and it is in many ways creating that fear of moving forward or fear of taking the next step is like, oh, you know, well, I wanted to do it like that. But then now I listen to this other thing. And maybe I should do it that way. Instead, Ooh. step away. That's huge, huge feedback that I will definitely yeah. be taking. We all need to just step back for a bit intentionally, you know, to yeah. really think that through
2: what's it called? Information paralysis. Like it's you don't make any choice because everybody told you what to do. And you're like, "Uh, wait, it's tough.
0: Most of us, uh, maybe I should speak for myself, but most of us live somewhere close enough that you can walk to or drive to in a short amount of time, someplace that will allow you to quote unquote disconnect and just think by yourself. Mm. And It's easier when you don't have kids. Like I got it for those of you that have kids. Like sometimes you guys got to hide to the bathroom or whatever like that.
1: Pantry, closet, etc. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: So it's funny because I live here and the beach is across the street. I haven't gone and just stand there at a beach for a sunrise or a sunset in probably like six months. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to get busy and get wrapped up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever I do and I take a picture, people are like, you're so lucky. You must go to the beach all the time and absorb all of this you know, Hawaii, and I'm like, nah, I don't, because I get just as busy as y'all. And it's funny, because I'm in Massachusetts last month and freezing my bollocks off, I walk out to the beach and stand there and look at it, like, this is amazing. I'm like, fool, your beach is clear, you can see the bottom, it's not cold. Uh, Like, really gorgeous people from all around the world got on less clothes, like, my beach is better, but I went to the beach in Massachusetts, like, it was, oh, this is better than mine. No, it's not. Because it's cold and yeah. there's lobster traps everywhere. So it was not the same. So you have to, like you said, go back and step back intentionally, go mm-hmm. in and let you, let yourself absorb some of that good, good you got somewhere and release that junk. Yeah. I'm fired up now.
1: I know, I know. We're fired up, but we're there. And I'd, earlier earlier today, I was chatting with Todd from Christmas Clatter and when, and what when he, when he said really resonated with me. He was like, all of us in the live streaming space always want to talk for hours and hours and hours, but we need to be sensitive to everyone's time. So <laughs> I'm going to be sensitive to Jessica's time and say thank you so much for joining us today. Thank I, you I have, like, I'm so awesome. excited that I get to jump into Descript in a couple of days and, like, read through the transcript because that's when I take all my crazy notes because I can't take <laughs> notes while I'm, while I'm live. So I, I will take ev- notes for everyone. And if you're oh, listening you. live or listening, yeah, so many great takeaways. I've learned a ton. I think it was just amazing to get to chat with you.
0: Thank you guys. It was awesome. Definitely go and check out her stuff. Or like Go yeah. to her site and oh, man, check man. out her podcast. It's good. You'll like it. It's well done. <laughs> thank you. It's super easy on the ear. So go ahead and give yourself a listen and enjoy that.
2: Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yes, oh, yes. I, Shout out all
1: your links. Yes.
2: Yeah. So the podcast is called The Sunday Jump Start. Um, you can find it wherever, you know, we stream things, Spotify, Apple, all of that jazz. Website, thesundayjumpstart.com. Instagram, at thesundayjumpstart. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well,
0: we did it. Float.ecam.com. <laughs> and then don't forget to send us an email. If you have a question or a comment or some feedback, send us an email at, flo at That's flow at ecamm.com. That's F L O W at com. If you are watching on video, you can just
1: scan this awesome QR code and that will take you to the same spot so that you can listen and find us on all the various platforms. And if you're that person who says, like, I don't really want to email you, ain't nobody got time for that, <laughs> then you can find us over on Vol. You can scan this QR code that's on screen. If you're listening, you can go to ecamm.tv/. Flow, F-L-O-W, Volley, V-O-L-L-E-Y. And you can leave us a video question. We'll even pull it on screen and, and share it in an upcoming episode. So hopefully yeah. we'll find you all in our Volley space. We're having a lot of fun there.
0: <laughs> Next week's episode is going to be spelling out links online. <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so Jessica, I have, to, I have to leave you with this one important piece of information. Yes. Did you know? That we were talking about the traveling thing and going out and, you know, wanting to see more. Like, I want you to go to a place where you can let your mindset do its thing, right? So did you know that if you're looking for tickets, sometimes it's best to look for tickets in the location as opposed to if you were coming from Detroit. So, for instance, if you were trying to find out what's the best price on a hotel here in Honolulu, Hawaii, (laughs) uh, one of the things that you might want to do is go to Speedify on your phone or your computer and set your location to Hawaii. And then you would get the prices that we get. It's called the Kama Aina rate. So if a hotel was like $500 Ooh. a night for y'all, it's only like $240 for us because of what we Same. call the Kama Aina rate. It's like the local rate. So besides allowing your, your live streams not to crash or people to get your bank information and things like that, you can also use Speedify to allow you to adjust your location accordingly accordingly. If you want to look up things differently, I never check prices on plane tickets without being in some other state and in incognito mode because the airlines do this shady thing where you check the price of a ticket. And if you don't buy it right then and there, if you come back in like an hour later, the price jumped by 200 bones.
2: Scandalous. Thank you for the yeah. two. I know.
0: <laughs> so that, my friends, is what you call a real-life sponsor read. So we want to thank our sponsor, Speedify. <laughs> and you can find out more about them at speedify.com. That's S-P-E-E-D-I-F-Y.com.
1: yeah it makes it really easy that our sponsors are our companies that we actually use and love on a regular basis so that's an amazing thing yeah mary lou we're going to read comments out of the chat but she was like what that is the ultimate speedify hack it is
0: it really is i was just looking for stuff in japan and i didn't tell katie i'm leaving yet but you know they opened up so i'm going to the motherland and so yeah, so I was looking for mm-hmm. reservations and stuff, and I was like, Yeah, you should look for reservations as if you're coming from a different country and you'll get different prices. It is what it is, right? It's so, so smart. Like it's very important that you get your speedify on. And it's inexpensive. Don't tell Alec I said that.
1: Yeah, one of these days he's gonna raise that
0: price. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess. This was great. This was absolutely great. I, I'm going to introduce my sisters to your podcast so I can oh. have them complain to you instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you. Thank you for dropping by the flow. Flow Riders, make sure you give some love to Jessica. Send her a tweet or an email or something and be like, hey, girl, I seen you over there and you killed it. All right. Uh, that's how we do. Ecamm fam, you guys are the greatest. We are going to dive into Q&A. People listening on the audio, make sure you come and check us out for the live taping every Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Then you'll never miss mm-hmm. out. Aloha, Flow Riders. Flow Riders! Bye,